Welcome to Tear Report, a podcast made by a fan for the fans of the Saturday Sharks. Every single thing you hear about in this podcast is completely my opinion and is not affiliated with the official Saturday Sharks of the National Hockey League. Thank you and hopefully you'll enjoy this episode of Tear Report. Game 58. 58 games. That's how long it took before the first shutout win of the season. Oh, anyway, welcome, hello, one all, to the fifth episode of Tearport Season 2, where in this episode we look back on the month of February, which, of course, included the first shutout win of the season. But it also had some really low points, particularly in terms of the trade deadline as we lost quite a few more bets well i think the less said about that the better we don't as well too much let's just focus on the positives and just you know keep moving forward i mean it's tough always especially when they are bets who have been here for quite a long time and players that you could see hanging around a bit longer but it's been a, a wild a bit of a dismal season but after what Doug Wilson did, did in the preseason, I'm not surprised he's still making steam moves like that now. But let's focus on and begin looking with a look back. So, first day of the month saw the Tampa Bay Lightning make their trip to San Jose. Now, the last matchup back in December was a royal embarrassment for Team Teal. Tampa Bay literally had us knocked out the seven bells literally i was really surprised in that game if you listen back to the december episode how we were only able to get one at least a goal in that game because i really thought tampa bay was going to shut shut us out i really thought that was going to be the one that was going to be a bad 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 night um now um tampa bay came to this and they certainly weren't acting as if they were a team who had just played the night before in anaheim um, Tampa Bay, they were literally throwing hits our way, left, right, and centre. They were being really physical. And the officials were not calling blades and parties. And it just was not helpful at all. It was never going to end well, well for us at all. It, 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 it was a 3-0 win for the Lightning. February the 4th, and we move on to Alberta. Finally, we pay our first visit to Calgary. And despite conceding the first goal of the game... The Sharks strike back big time as Joe Thornton reached a big milestone of 1,500 points on his assist to Kevin LeBanks goal in the third period after assisting in the goal by Brent Burns that tied the game with the second Sharks goal going to abandon the game in a 3-1 win. Two lights later in Edmonton on February 6th, <gasps> this could have gone completely a different way after a red-hot Edmonton grabbed two quick goals in the first before the Sharks roared back, scoring five. That's right, five unanswered goals with a power play goal from Abandon Kane. And, have to forgive me for mispronunciation here, Maxine Latour grabbing his first HR goal. So for that, we have to do... Woo-hoo! 
My actually, you know, the Oilers third of the game was a bit of a weird one though because it 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 was uh five three that goal so um that made it, made it five three and I just thought hmm does this give Edmonton life does it give them a chance to make a comeback should we be worried about it well not really no because the game at that point was kind of said and done because Edmonton didn't really worry really able to make a comeback afterwards but. What a game, what a game. The words have been very tricky opponents this year. Now, February the 10th, it was time for the rematch against Calgary, and I couldn't be more disappointed if I try with this one. What with, what with this month's schedule of games being so sketchy, being scheduled several days apart, it was important, no, in a crucial, to net the points in the bag. However, the Sharks instead let the Calgary Flames get inside their heads. And from that moment on, there was just no way back. And Calgary was all over this game. It was just not like the last one. And the Flames took the 6-2 win on February the 10th. February the 14th saw us head on to Winnipeg for the lone game in Winnipeg this year. Valentine's Day proved rosy for Thursday. And it was a 3-2 Sharks win. I literally couldn't tell that goal from Marcus Sosa went in. It just looked really, really crowded in the net. That's how wild this game got as the Sharks struck first. But they then took the foot of the gas in the second period. And that allowed the Jets a glimmer of hope. Which is what you cannot do in this game. Particularly if you're at a point of the season where you are literally fighting to keep your source of contention. However, there were two quick goals in the final frame from Melka Carlson and Tia Meyer to help seal the deal. February the 15th, game 58, and it was a shootout win! Over the Minnesota Wild, finally it happened! This season, we've been so bad at allowing conceding goals. Literally, we have just conceded left, right, centre. But the Sharks finally grabbed their first shutout win of the season in a game that didn't have much action. Obviously, for the Sharks, this was the second part of a back-to-back. So, what was Minnesota's excuse? But a huge goal from Dean Gamrell, which was a bit of a deflection, but hey, we'll take them even when we come. Following Mark... Melka Carlson, seeing the deal with the Antonetta, saw the Sharks 2-0 win in Minnesota, the first shutout win of the season. Wow. Now, speaking of games that didn't have much action, LA Kings, stick around, because the Pacific Watch is coming next. So, time now for the Pacific Watch. Now, on this edition, we are going to be focusing... This is a bit of a weird Pacific Watch, because normally on Pacific Watch is we don't look back on other teams' games. But we're making a first for this one, because they're just literally, for me, I just thought, looking over the month, I thought there was really no other option but to look over the Kings' Avalanche Team Series matchup. So, that's what we're going to do. Now, 
when it was announced that yeah, Kings was going to be playing Colorado in the stadium, so I thought this was a bit of a weird matchup. I mean, our specific teams, we only see Colorado three times a year. Um, you easily could have given Colorado a Central Division map team to play against. Um, but yeah, so it's, and but if you were going to give them a Pacific team, maybe you could have given Colorado us. I mean, after all, we had a brilliant playoff series series last year. But anyway, now let's get one thing first. The jerseys. Give me a sec. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I'm struggling again. Oh no, I'm gonna need to drink it. Oh no. Oh. Ugh. Oh my god. Ugly. 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 They're the most ugliest outdoor game jerseys I've seen in my life since I, like, since I've been supporting the Sharks and been involved in the NHL since 2009. That is shocking. That is literally shocking. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Let's start with Colorado. What in deepest, sickest hell was that? I mean, what was it? And it just looked like a bu- it just looked like some weird kids drawing off a, off art attack. By the way, that's that's an old kids kids TV show here in England where this man uh, teaches kids how to do draw, drawing and arts and crafts. Um, but it just looked really ugly. It just looked it just looked ugly. I'm 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 struggling here because it's, it's just ugly. It's all I can say. Yes, well done. Make it clear what colours you wear, but seriously, that was oh my god! I don't want to talk about it, but no, the Kings was it actually was okay. I mean, it looked weird because it was a bit of a combination of because the uh, Dubai it was done in a diagonal way, so you had the black and grey, but it was done at a diagonal. So uh, Kings, yours was okay. I'm not saying it was great, but it was okay. Now, let's go to the game itself. Now, there wasn't that much action at all. And, interestingly, for the Kings, only one player stood out for them. And he's now, at the time of recording this podcast, gone to Vancouver. He got traded. Oh, yes, it was one of those, thank you very much, and oh, that's your lot. Uh, again, you'll have to forgive me here, King Stars, if you listen to this, if I mispronounce names. Um, okay, so... This was a, it was wild. Particularly how the shots. In the first period, Colorado had 15 shots, while the Kings only had 7. And yet, it was LA that had the lone goal of the period. It came from Tyler to Foley. Uh, forgive me if I'm going to pronounce that. At 14.01 of the first period. So it took a while for action to get going. They always do. What I love about outdoor games is that the play, the style of play changes. And both teams, regardless of how, who they are or how they're doing current standings, they've got an even chance to win the game. But yeah, so... Yeah, then after that it got very boring. Very boring and boring. Very boring indeed, because it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't think there were any parties in that period, were there? No, no parties. So it just got back and forth, back and forth. 
And at 19.18, so that's roughly 42 seconds to go, the Avalanche tie it. And you're just thinking, oh, well, yay for them, I suppose. It's very hard to watch these outdoor games if you're neutral and you're just watching it because it's fun, it's an outdoor game. You don't mind who wins because you want to basically see some action. And we didn't get action at all. And then the third, it got worse because it was literally the final minutes of the third is where the action came. I mean, there were a couple of penalties in that third period, both for, one for LA, one for Colorado, both coming a couple of seconds apart. It was that final minute. The Kings broke the deadlock at 19.05 with 55 seconds remaining. So just when you thought, oh no, I don't want to watch overtime. It's about, it's nearly 4 a.m. in the here in England. I want to go to bed. I don't want to stay and watch overtime. I don't want to watch a shootout. I am literally going to fall asleep at any moment. Somebody just... And then the way the king sort of sabers like, yeah! I know, that's bad of me, that's bad of me. I know, cheering for a king's goal. I know, naughty. But seriously, because the, the tide was here in England, it, 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 it was about four, it was close to 4am here. It was just dreadful. So, tiredness, you could do anything. So, yeah. And, again, it was Toffoli. He got the get goal. And for the Avalanche, I appreciate they tried to get back in. I mean, with it being that late in the game, you haven't really got much opportunity if you were to pull that Meyer to re strike back. The clock is really, because that five minute, it does go fast. And with five seconds left, the Kings get the edge netter from Toffoli. Really, that's the only King worth remembering in that game. He's now offed it. They traded him to Vancouver. Not well built there, hey LA. But yeah. So let's just review one of the most boring, one of the most ugly wet designs of jerseys in the history of NHL outdoor games. And what's worse is next year we probably might have it all over again when we go to Carolina. Oh. Oh, I'm going to conclude by just saying, oh, boring, boring, boring. And I do not, Colorado, want to see those ugly jerseys ever, ever, ever again. Ever. Ever. All brief. It got a bit, got a little bit tense there. For the bit watch, welcome back. You are listening to February's edition for 2019-20 Saturday Dark Season, Tier Report Season Two. It's time to continue looking back now. Oh, this part of the show, like the last episode, the second half of the show. There's not really that much good to say, but we're going to try. We're going to try our best here. So, February the 17th, the Florida Panthers came to town, and 
Oh. Three early starters in a row. It was always going to be too much for, for Saturday to bear, which was a shame after taking both games in the back-to-back. We could have got a win streak going here, and yet the Panthers were able to play the Bear Game of Hockey in this one, and they won 5-3. So it was tied to begin a Metropolitan Road Trip. Woohoo! New York, New York, start spreading news, yada, 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 yada. Well, first, we had to New Jersey, so that's sort of New Yorkish area. Well, 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 February the 20th, this was, well, 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 what can you say in what could and should have been a shutout win for the Sharks? It showed great promise, however, for some strange reason, the team couldn't build on the, me- the momentum of their first goal. There was also quite a few bad goals from the officials, and the New Jersey Devils fans doing their wooing did not help my team. They literally did for the whole bloody game. Excuse my, excuse my rude there. Actually, if I'm allowed to say bloody, it's fine, I say bloody. But they wooed for about the whole way through. Thinking, you spend the majority of time being down 1-0. What's the woo about that? Now, I know... Wooing, there's a big armor on that. A lot of people don't like it. Some people think it's great. Blame it on Vegas. It's them who started it. We did that all the time. But seriously, only woo you got something to woo about. And we did not have anything to woo about here. A 2-1 loss. Maybe the 22nd. Another game that went out of... That went out of control. Despite the loss here. The 3-2 loss. The simple mistakes as well. One very important thing to take away from here is that if Joe Forsen had got traded after giving his best performance of the season, then our general manager, Jeff Wilson, is an even bigger nutter than I've already suspected. I mean, he's made some pretty stupid trades within his last last year alone, but he literally, so obviously the rumours were swirling, and yet, Joe Forster, he basically just ignored them and went out there and played a great game. He got two great goals. In fact, he got the two, only two goals of the game for the Sharks. But that was another one that, you should have got something there. And unfortunately, there wasn't that much time to dust it down because we were back in New York the next night, off to Long Island to face the Islanders. Out of the three days in New York, this is the worst. As for the Sharks... They just couldn't get into the groove at all. And whilst they didn't get shut out and did get on the score sheet, that really was the only highlight of the game. February the 25th and the force of the road trip did not end well either. Now, Captain Logan Short did make his return off from injury, which was great. A much-needed boost after, what, after the trade deadline. deadline. Ooh, got a little tunnel there. Decimated the squad even further. Alas, the team... Oh! Just couldn't handle the Flyers at all. Who got off to a quick start. As once again, the Sharks' scoring chances were limited on a, a dismal road to it ended 4-2 for the Flyers' win. Okay, on February the 27th, the Sharks... The rematch against New Jersey, exactly a week apart from each other, and the Sharks got the win in overtime, no less, 3-2, and oh my, what amazing work from the team here. 
After that first period, it looked like the Sharks were going to literally take the biscuit with this one. New Jersey, two up. But, thanks to a delayed penalty goal in the second period, followed by strong defence in the third, saw our captain end the overtime period very, very quickly. But what was with his goal song? Because right now it's Thursday, we're doing this weird thing where the players get to pick their goal songs. Um, I'm a bit sort of fitty-bitty with this because I do miss hearing Get Ready For This by Two Olympics. Yeah, it's a great song, but it's always nice. We recognise our players. Blood Cooker Shores was Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. It's like, really? Really? Really, really? Of all the songs? I know it's a great song, no, but really? Really? As far as we're... It's first we as the St. Louis Blues have a glorious their win anthem. Really? Really? Let's just move on. Sorry. We've got the win. Great. Now, normally in February, that would be it. Only 28 days in February, so that normally would be it. But this year, of course, 2020, it's a leap year. So we get an extra day. Not sure how people feel about, you feel about that. I saw a lot of people on Twitter... A lot of people on my Twitter feeds, people, people, that, people I follow, a lot of them be like, yay, we've got an extra day, woo, like thinking, I need an extra day, what's to celebrate about it? Just another, it's just basically normal, normal, normal every, day, every, day, every day, you know, and I don't use the word normal, normal a lot, I don't like that word, it's not my back of it, but it's just, really, what's to celebrate about it? It's just another, another day. What it did mean is the Sharks had an extra day of hockey to play, and it was to play the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, you know, you know my feelings about them. And until we win a cup, they ain't going away. But, oh, this was amazing, 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 amazing! I love this one, I love this one. The Sharks had total dominance and control over the Pittsburgh Penguins! Yes, 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 yes! Oh, and what was even more brilliant about this is that they played last night in Anaheim and they fell to the Ducks as well. <laughs> oh, so I just need a moment. Two games that Penguins fans thought, yeah, gonna go to Anaheim, yeah, gonna smash the Ducks, yeah, gonna come to Saturday, tank the Sharks. Well, no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now this game could have easily been awkward because obviously one of the trader I moves that happened for Thursday was giving Patrick Marlowe to the Penguins. So this could have been a little bit awkward. Um but it wasn't it was um, quite the opposite in fact. It was a big, 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 big win to end the month in style. To end for those who are being mad about it on Twitter, happy Leap Year Day for them. Seriously, I would not be surprised if in 2024, they, for people keep saying, people could say, Happy Leap Year Day! Seriously, it, folks, it was just an extra day of, of the year. Get over it. That was all. Happens once every four years, just like the Summer and Winter Olympics. And for us here, in England, the Commonwealth Games, just move on, just another day. 
That was a great day to be a Sharks fan! And a bad day to be a Penguins fan. Oh, and that brings us to the end of the episode. The record for the month was 6-7-0. Oh, when you look at that, you think, oh, it could have been maybe 8-6-0. Am I? Never mind. Right. Um, highest, on to the high of the month. Now, should I? Should I? Should I? Yeah, I'm going to call it. I'm going to, I'm, and of course, we don't get, of course, we don't get many deck February 29 games. So, just because it was on leap year, and also because I really, really love the shutting out the Penguins, I'm going to say my highlight of the month was our shutout win over Pittsburgh on February the 29th. Right, low point. Ooh. Again, it's another tricky one because there's lots of horrible mentions here. Uh, there was the home loss to Calgary, uh, losing to the, the Florida Clubs, the road trip. Oh, God, this is hard. This is really a hard one. Um, right, I need to make a decision. I'm going to do what I did last year and group a bunch of games. Last year, I grouped a bunch of games and called them a highlight. This year, I'm going to do the opposite. So, my low point for the month is going to be the Metropolitan Road Trip that lasted from February the twenty. What was it? 20th? 20th? Yes, February the 20th to February the 25th. That's going to be the low point of the month. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next time when we get to discussing. It's going to be a busy one next episode. It always is when we discuss March. Most likely when we get to that, it probably will mean the Sharks will not qualify. It is mathematically still possible at the time of this recording this podcast, but who knows. Hey, let's just have fun anyway. I'll see you next time. Oh, and Everton fans, Everton fans, you are finally going to get featured on the Pacific Watch. Your, your time has finally come, Everton. You will be featured on the Pacific Watch for the next episode. So you hear what's in that. So, until next time, and so, I will leave you now. <laughs>